Welcome, bride chillas and groom chillas. Groom chillas, Alicia. Let's uh, let's workshop that. You're listening to the Save the Date Wedding Podcast, the number one wedding podcast hosted by author, comedian, and wedding advice giverer Alicia McCormick. It is day two of Wedding Week. I was going to say National Wedding Week. I've just made it up. National Save the Date Wedding Podcast, International Wedding Week. This is a week, if you've missed yesterday's episode, I've basically said, I've got so much under my hat, so many questions from you guys, that I thought I would condense a lot of it into one week so we can smash on through, make sure everyone's questions are getting answered in a timely manner, especially when people write urgent help in the uh, in the little subject box and that panics because I'm like, I can't let these people down. They've got a crisis. I need to put on my big super lady costume, which sounds a bit weird, and get to it. So many questions to be answered today. I love when things come together. Like, I'm going to play you a voice message in a minute from Tyler, who had a question a couple of weeks ago. And I love when I answer a question or ask for more information and people come through with the goods. It really excites me. Now, I know a lot of people go back and binge from the beginning. So I've been making this podcast for about 15 months now. So I know when you go back and listen that sometimes it takes a while for people to catch up. So most of the time people are listening and when they have their question answered, sometimes they get back in touch and I get a bit of an update. I know we all appreciate that. I know it's not always possible if you are behind the game. However, Tyler asked me a question recently about is it possible and how you can do it if you are having a wedding and you would like to invite people just to the ceremony and then set them on their merry way? He and his partner are having a lovely wedding locally and inviting a lot of friends and family from elsewhere and got good vibes with the town people. Uh, and that's nice. But he sort of said, we can't afford to have all these people come to the wedding for the whole day, but we would like to be just nice to have the gesture to say, come and watch the wedding. And then as we'd say in Australia, chuff off, get lost. But you can't say that in an impolite way. So I would like to play you Tyler's voice message. And then I very, very, I love my lovely VHS has found another wonderful question from a listener who would like to be referred to as Greenlee. So I will play Tyler's message and then we will get on to Greenlee's question. Hi, Alicia, this is Tyler. Again, thanks for answering my question about inviting ceremony people only. We're working on making the invitations for the ceremony people only. And to answer your question about whether or not we're going to have like a cocktail hour between the ceremony and reception, we will be having something like that, but no alcohol. It'll be just like food and chit chat. And hopefully that will transition some people out. And also just wanted to let you know, I really love that podcast episode when you had your uh it was your friend you and your friend in the bush i thought it was really funny i laughed a lot so um i look forward to hearing more podcasts bye alicia tyler i want to thank you very much for the update it's very helpful and great that you have come to the conclusion of sending out invitations i suggested initially to tyler and his lovely partner that they could perhaps send an invitation that's just specifically saying we'd like you to come along and be part of our service our wedding ceremony and it's nice that you're having as you said some eats and some uh, chats and that's a nice way to say hello to everyone and then 
bye, we're moving into the other area to eat and have the party now. And that's nice because you're saying, here's, some, here's a little bit of nibbles, have a good time, and then off your merry way. And I do think if you have someone on the day, and I'm not saying a security guard or anything dramatic, but if you've got a family member who knows who is supposed to be there and who isn't, then perhaps it's a nice way for people to be guided to the door. <laughs> not to the door, but you know to say that we're all moving in now. Thank you so much for coming and bye. There it is. Tyler, I'm so happy also that you really enjoyed the episode he's referring to with my lovely friend, Dan. He was my best man. And unfortunately, when we were in Australia recently, earlier in the year, we took Dan uh, on a bushwalk out into some very steep, rocky terrain. And unfortunately, on the first day of his holidays, and well, we'd only been in Australia a couple of days ourselves, he fell and broke his ankle. And it was a two and a half hour walk when you can walk normally uh, out of this place. And unfortunately, we had to sort of carry him out, which is sort of, you know, we actually spoke to him. We Skyped him this weekend. So this is now nearly four months on. And here's an update for you, Tyler and my lovely listeners. Dan had been wearing his moon boot, you know, those sort of Velcro boots that they make you wear. And he just moved into a brand new apartment, which is on the third floor with stairs. So for him... He's single. He sort of said, look, this could work either way for me, but I can't even get up the stairs really very well to bring a girl home. It's sort of sad. But also when we were there, we used the moon boot and his sort of sad crutch use because he's a bit unco, a bit uncoordinated to get into a really good restaurant because they didn't want someone standing out the front, you know, standing on crutches. So they gave us a really good table. So kudos to Dan for that. But also, unfortunately, last week, Someone, a pea plater, a provisional driver who was 17, backed onto the same foot. <laughs> I shouldn't, that's awful that I just laughed at that. But he was nearly on the home stretch and she, ba- I don't know how this happened, but the car ran over the same foot and he had to go back to the doctors and had to put the moon boot back on. So the saga continues. If I, it was the middle of the night we were talking to him, and if I had the sense, I would have recorded that. But that's my update about Dan. I'm so glad you enjoyed the episode with him, Tyler. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen. He's talking all about uh, best man, maid of honors, how to correctly uh, organize things. I think it's one of those episodes that I really enjoyed doing with him because he had organized a number of Buck's days, and also he tells a very funny story about how he used to work on party buses. This is, you know, one of those things that we now joke about, but in his early days of doing comedy, he would host these sort of awful party bus moments um, where they would go out with, with hen's parties and bachelorette parties and Buck's days, and they, people would get really drunk on these buses, and they were awful human beings. But he tells the story, and it always makes me laugh. That was one three nine the episode and it's called advice for a best man maid of honor etc etc tyler very happy that things have worked out for you and you're still enjoying the show now my lovely listener green lee she says that uh she found me on itunes after getting engaged like the day after that delights me because it's nice to see you going on the whole journey together with me I'm so glad I found the show. You've been my gateway podcast as I'm now regularly trying others for enjoyment. <gasps> oh, that makes me so happy because I think once you get a bit addicted to something, 
not drugs, uh, it's good to then lead into other things. And podcasting is so exciting. There's so much, like, I wish I had the time to listen 24-7 because there's so many new things happening. She says, fear not, the Save the Date podcast is my absolute favorite. I listen all the time. It's great for a quick laugh and a brainstorm session. True that. My partner and I have moved up our wedding from summer of 2017 to this summer so we can ensure that most of it, not all of our family, most if not all of our family members can come. We want our friends and family to celebrate with us but are unable to host that many people for the reception. We want to provide a lunch reception for our families who will be traveling about 12 hours to be with us but also want our friends from our community to be part of our wedding. We're thinking of having a larger open ceremony and a smaller intimate family reception. The plan for the day is, gosh, I love this, ceremony, social hour, lunch reception. How can we invite our friends to attend just our ceremony? We're sending out our invitations very soon, and we just are unsure about how and when to invite the others. We're also having difficulty figuring out how to foster the transition on the day after the ceremony. Do you see why I've put these together? She then finishes the lovely email saying, how can we do this without hurting feelings or creating awkward tension on the day? Thanks so much for your help, Greenlee. So Greenlee, this is a similar sort of question to the lovely Tyler, uh, lovely Tyler put in a few weeks ago. But also, I think now um, it's nice to hear that you have worked out a schedule for the day and that's how you want it to run. I do think in a similar way to Tyler, that if you can invite the core people, you're talking about timelines, Invite the core people that will be attending the full day. I think you need to get those invitations out. And then I think you need to create a separate sort of document. It doesn't have to be fancy. You can use the same template as your other invitation and just say that we would love to share the wedding service uh, with you. You mean a lot to us and we would like to share this special moment. To me, it's you know a pretty lovely gesture to say, come along and watch this happen. And I think a lot of people would find that very charming and be very chuffed that you had thought to invite them especially as you said you're a part of a community you've got lovely friends and also my belief is if it is a small sort of group of friends that you know won't be attending the reception that you can actually have a conversation with them and just say look we've got a lot of family coming in we are in a situation where we're having quite a small intimate reception but it would mean the world to us if you could come along and uh, share the ceremony and service with us and, you know, catch up with us afterwards before we go off and attend a smaller personal gathering with our family. I think it's really nice to be able to maybe provide them with a little snack, a cake, a cup of tea, a glass of champagne. As you said, you're getting married in the day, so you don't want people to get too boozed up in the morning. But it might be nice just to have, like Tyler is doing, a small break, some sort of light refreshments, see them, have a photo with these people, have a kiss and a shake, that sounded weird, shake their hands, give them a kiss and a hug, and then they go off and then you go and uh, have the meal. But I do think providing some sort of, um, you know, some sort of food or just a gesture, a a culinary gesture is what I'm going to call it, is a nice way to do it. And also it just gives you maybe half an hour where you can have a nice moment with these people personally. That's my answer to you, Greenlee. I'm delighted that you also, in your email, said that you've moved the wedding to make it work. If you haven't heard, there's an episode I did with Carly Kiker. She wrote a wonderful book called Hitched in a Hurry, and it's all about planning a wedding 
under six months, and it's really helpful. She just sort of goes through and smashes it. I'd love to have her back on the show, actually, because I really enjoyed her expertise and uh, very sunny and cheery. Just a lovely guest. But I'd suggest if you are, and it doesn't sound like you're struggling, but if people are trying to get things done, Carly really breaks it down to say, here are the things that you should sort of get done very quickly if you want to get married in a short time frame. Here are the things you could maybe ditch because it's probably unnecessary. And here are ways to get around all these silly waiting, um, these rules that people are putting in place, like dressmakers saying, we need 18 months to make a wedding dress. And you go, okay, I don't necessarily believe for every wedding dress, shop, salon, whatever, that you all need that amount of time. She gives lots of suggestions about how to get around some of those problems. There it is. Thank you, Green Lee. There's more wedding Q&A after this. Hey, Alicia. I was so excited to get your email earlier this week. This is like the 21st century version of a pen pal. I love it. I've been telling everyone all week that I'm going to be on the podcast I was pretty excited. Um, if you are ever in Atlanta, I would love to get a cocktail or coffee or both with you. That would be awesome. My parents also divorced when I was three, so that's pretty much been my life. Um, I laughed hysterically when you called them har- called our situation harmonious. It's taken a lot of work to get them to this stage. And... I think like the sixth time they've been in the same room together was when they agreed on a wedding budget. So that's either a miracle or a sign of the apocalypse. Be on the lookout for the four horsemen. Um, you pointing out my mom's major avoidance was is very helpful. Thank you. Uh, I think I was just too close to the situation because that's exactly what she's accusing me of. So <laughs> projection. Yay. Um my fiance finally listened to the podcast because I was so excited about this episode and he thinks you're hilarious. Obviously, I already thought you were hilarious. Uh, we both love the word chuffed. He, I had to define it for him. So that's why it stands out. So I haven't interrupted Abby yet because it's just a great message. All your messages are great. No disrespect to everyone else's messages. But I wanted to just update here. Abby had sent me a message about her divorced parents. Obviously, you probably already get that from her message. And, uh, you know, I think the situation of blended families, divorced parents who are still quite angry, who are holding a lot of feelings, this is so common. And I'm really glad, Abby, that you got your parents in the room together to sort of call a temporary truce to get this wedding planned and have a communication about it. And I am chuffed that your fiancé likes the word chuffed. And uh, I think he's going to start calling himself a groomchilla. He's very chill, so it's apt. I don't don't know. Maybe I'll have to buy him a shirt too. I just bought a shirt off of the shop. I'll be sure to tag you in a photo on Instagram since that's your new social media of choice. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Abby. And yes, please, if you do purchase, I just a little side note here, sorry to interrupt. If you do purchase anything from my shop, please tag me because it just makes me so happy. And then I spread the word. I post your little photo elsewhere. Well, just on Instagram, not elsewhere, like, you know, in the deep dark web, but I post it out there and it's really nice to share the bride chiller and groom chiller vibes. Lots of groom chiller stuff in the shop. That's my plug. Carry on. Also, you asked for feedback on the Practical Wedding Planner. Um, I bought that after the first Meg episode. It's it's a very good tool for wedding planning. It's very sane. It's very well laid out. Um, I finally learned 
the, def- the difference between an escort card and a table card, which had been confusing me for a while. Okay, I don't know what that is. My copy of A Practical Planner is apparently in the mail. I'm very excited. And when I find out what that is, I'm going to report back to you. And the vows section was particularly useful. We, we just had no idea where to start with our very secular um, ceremony. And now we have a rough draft going. So that's great. Um, thank you so much for including me in the podcast. I am really just, it was very helpful. I'm just chuffed. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that was a very good use of chuffed, by the way. Now you all need to start using the term chuff off, which is very Australian. I'm going to chuff off. I'm going to leave. Chuffed and chuffed off. That's one of my favorites. Mm, there you go. Abby, thank you for leaving that voice message with the update. I'm delighted that things are working out for you vis-a-vis with your pairs because dealing with parents who are not getting along, who have a lot of baggage, I know it can be really hard and you can't fix things magically. But the biggest hope I have for all of you listening who are coming from a broken home, it sounds very dramatic, but who are, you know, who have people in their lives that aren't getting along is that they can cool their boots for one day or hopefully in preparation for the wedding and just be adults and not be assholes. Really, that's what it comes down to, to say, listen, I'm your kid and I'd really like you to just call a truce or do whatever you need to do to get through the day without shitting on it. The most delightful way I could say that is to get through the day without involving me in your dramas, is to tolerate each other to the point where we can have some photos together or separately. You can be in the same room and we can make this work because I really need you to do that. And sometimes it takes, like I've said before, you to actually spell it out and say, this is really important to me. I don't want this this memory to be tarnished by bad vibes leading up to the wedding. So if you need to have your bad vibes, do it out of out of school, do it out of time. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to have to be some sort of umpire in your marriage nonsense shit. Of course, not all divorces and separations are amicable. Not all divorces and separations are easily discussed with kids. I don't know the background, but I do think that you must be able to communicate that their relationships and that their behaviors and the way that they interact can sometimes be damaging to you, especially when you're leading up to a really happy day. There it is. Again, I'm not a counsellor, but I certainly have an opinion. Speaking of counsellors, in a few weeks, I have the wonderful Dr. Lindsay Beera on the show. She is a psychologist. She is amazing. This is in two weeks' time. I've got a whole week. I've got two episodes, actually, with her, two Mondays in a row, where we are talking about wedding stress and anxiety. And this is great. For, even if someone that you, you go, I'm not stressed. I'm, I don't have anxiety. I think As a person that takes on a lot of projects, who's a really hard worker, I got so much out of speaking with her and learned some techniques that I had never even thought of doing and some great terminology and also just talking about how to speak with family who are having problems or friends who are having problems. Lindsay has some very level-headed, very, um, well, just really great ways to phrase things that aren't antagonistic but are very clear and can't really you people can't misinterpret them I really appreciated her giving me that because I actually used some of her advice in a workplace situation this week 
completely not wedding related, but uh, it was great because I got an outcome that I probably wouldn't have gotten if I hadn't used the phrasing that she advised. So that's coming up in two weeks. We're also doing an episode about mental health and depression, which is something I feel very strongly about. And I've had lots of correspondence from you asking about how to communicate, how to talk about depression, how to talk about mental health issues and illness in your family and your personal situation. And sometimes it can be hard when you're planning this big happy event and also struggling with one of these various problems um, it can be really hard to communicate that with other people. So Dr. Lindsay Beer comes on board and really talks uh, us through some positive ways to get things done and to communicate and also how you don't have to always be happy all the time, especially if you've got lots of shit on your plate. There it is. Hey, that is Wedding Q&A Tuesday. Wedding Q&A week will continue tomorrow, which is Wednesday. If you have a question for me, visit savethedatepodcast.com. If you'd like to buy a t-shirt, tote, a mug, or a hoodie, I'm selling hoodies now as well. If you want to wear a bride chiller hoodie on your wedding day, I've got lots of lovely colors available. And it means that you can zip it up, you can take it off, and you don't have to get your hair dirty or dirty, messy, or your face, I meant your face, uh, wipey offy. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're having a great week and enjoying hearing this a little bit more regularly. I'm enjoying it. Until tomorrow, happy days.